if you uh, had that option, well, what do you I'd have a wank. Yeah, fair. What was that option? Welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast, episode 58, Australia's sexiest and most explosive gaming podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined as usual by Kieran Verbruge. Hello. Jordan Garcia. Hola. And a very special, explosive guest we have for you tonight, Mr. Shoutouts himself, Dylan Blight from Explosion Network. Shout out. Shout out to myself. Hey, should, I add like a, should I add like a really Shout bad outs. explosion sound there? Or? Yeah, just do like... Yeah, uh, fuck it. Just dub in like a Michael Bay film or something. <laughs> yeah, dub in the entirety <laughs> of Transformers 1. <laughs> How are we, Dylan? I am doing great. I'm very excited to be on Australia's sexiest, explosivest, numberest, uh, bestest. That's it. Greatest podcast. Do you yeah. feel? Are you doing that after this, or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's recording his own after this. Do you, yeah. <laughs> do you feel just a little bit sexier, like right now? I, I do when you're talking to me like that. <laughs> Fair. You sound I sexier. That, I have that effect on people. Uh, Dylan, uh, not Dylan, different Dylan. Other Dylan's not here. Uh, Jordan and <laughs> Kieran, how are you two? Kieran, you go first. Oh, I don't want to go first. I'm terrible. Ah, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. Just keeping at it. Yeah. Doing things. Locking it down. Not, not, not even locking it down. <laughs> wow. Fuck me. Wow. <laughs> uh, John? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I can walk outside, so. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> what a slap in the face, mate. Tazzy can, can hang out together. They can go and do everything together. Just... It's not Australia went to the cinema yesterday. They, they, can three explosion, they can do explosions together. Yeah, went to the cinema yesterday. And we're yeah. just... <sighs> Kieran, talk to me. Lockdown, stage four. Streets rage four. What's going never, on? Never heard of it. Yeah. the uh, Business as usual. That's going it. To work. Business as usual. Love it. How, how good's that? Like, on a scale of one to ten. On a scale, on, on a scale of Troll and I to Scully to Streets rage four. Where would you rank lockdown 2.0? So I love that two of those are like on one end of the scale. <laughs> it's definitely a, it's a mix between Troll and I and Scully. Yeah, nice. Wow, you must be really happy about it then. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, okay, okay, here's one for you. If you could only play Troll and I for the rest of your life, would you just do that? <laughs> <laughs> What kind of question is that? I don't know what the question was. I forgot. You didn't know where he was going. No, I didn't. Uh, no, hang on. Would you? If, if all you could do was this, would you do it? Yes. No, sorry. <laughs> would yeah. So for to play Troll and I, the only game you could play forever, but you got to stay at home for the next six weeks, paid as usual. Would you do it? No. Okay. That is not worth it. I just, I'm just. Those are, those, those are horrible. That's I'm not just, no. Six and a half weeks at least, mate. How Come about on. for the rest of the year? Or how about for the only for the six weeks you get only play but, uh, Troll and I? How about he just gets paid to play Troll and I? Wait, 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 wait. 
So I only have to pay, play it for six weeks. Yeah, that's the only game you can play, but you have to play it. You have to complete it once a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. See, I, I feel like that wouldn't be would too you rather bad. Go because to like, to, towards, I, I think like, I'd rather the, go to work. <laughs> well, though, because like, towards like the fifth or sixth week, you'd probably be so familiar that you could speed run it. Yeah. So you can get your pay in like a couple of hours. Yeah, and then do what? Have a wank. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, if you uh, had that option, well, what would you I'd have a it? wank. Yeah, fair. What was that option? Uh, play Troll and I for six weeks mm. straight. And have, and sorry, and not have to go to work, so be paid to play Troll and I for six weeks. You're really bad at posing these hypothetical questions. I, 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 I just I say I have a lot of questions because if I finish it, like how I, I've never played the game. How well, long? Okay, we just had the prerequisite. You have to finish it at least once a week. Once a week, you can finish it in a good thirty hours. That's okay. So I've just got so I've got to finish it once a week. So I have to finish it six times. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll do that. Sure, I can just listen. To, do I have to listen to the audio, or can I listen to like podcasts? You can do whatever, at the same time? You, can do whatever you want, as long as you finish. Watch it. movies. Yeah, okay, no, I'm down then. Yeah, yeah I'll just, do that. Just That's play fun. Troll and I with the Doom soundtrack. There also, you go. it's it's it's, yeah. it's thirty hours because it crashes and you crash your save <laughs> file quite a bit. <laughs> well, you know, at least it's got good replayability. At least the, at least the job, box so. art is cool, right, Zach? I know. Right? You have to the... have good playability to have good replayability. <laughs> yeah, fair. I'll give you that. Yeah, lockdown, uh, Melbourne not going the way I expected it to go. I thought we'd be, yeah, maybe at least... Uh, lockdown? A click and collect point only. But no, yeah, uh, business as usual. Anyway, enough about politics and that. Let's talk video games where there are no politics at all. Never, never has been, never will be. Not, not once ever. In the- Especially Ubisoft. So, Dylan, without discussing your review title, what have you been playing over the past week, my good Tasmanian sir? Shout out. I don't really think I was playing much other than looking forward to the review title, uh, playing the review game, looking forward to Fall Guys, been playing my regular amount of Apex. Oh, and I uh, I finished up Ghost a, of Tsushima. Is that a Tassie thing, playing, just playing Apex? Because that's what Adam does. <coughs> Why? I look. If it was only Tassie people playing it, I, I'm not sure it'd be as popular as. So wait, if it, if, if Tassie it people playing it, I have to ask: Has Adam hit you up to play Apex at all? No, I've never heard of Adam. Don't know <laughs> never seen him. In my life. Never, never, never has. I the th- see the thing. The thing with Adam now is that I literally, I, I'm not sure if I ever say hi if I see him. And I'm saying on a <laughs> podcast, so you can listen to it. But I'm not sure if I ever say hi or for the meme. I just like continually what, even ignore what him you if should I do him. is if you go to his store just hand him an explosion network uh business card or just say shout well, out the, the the thing is that is the store like his store is the the one i go to <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's not, it's not like i live on the opposite side of the the state to him the, the funny thing with adam is that i'm like when i started listening to this which was after um so i, I think train of events is find out about zach well played blah 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 start listening to this podcast hear adam on here go i fucking I swear that sounds like a guy you, you know like when you hear a voice you've heard before but yeah. you, you can't pinpoint it and then eventually someone mentions that he's from tassie and he works at ebay games here and uh, and i'm like wait i think that's a guy that works at my eb games on this random 
fucking video game podcast. It's like, what a small world. And then I find out that uh, half of freaking Well Played was born out of Tasmania. I'm How like, good. what the fuck is... Shout out yeah. to Tassie. You should... Uh, when they say it's the Well Played podcast. family, they mean it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you should get a job at Godfrey's. You, I think you'd have more chance of um, bumping into him then. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I was, I was about to say, how do I get here? But yeah, Apex Legends, totally. That's how we... Uh... Do you even have Godfrey's in Tasmania? <laughs> of course you would. I don't... I've never been in a uh, straight up vacuum selling place, I don't think. Do you own I a vacuum? Think so. I do own a vacuum. Okay. You, I own you've passed a... Adam's test. What's, 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 the, what's the, 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 the good brand one? Uh, Kmart. Dyson. Yeah, Kmart. <laughs> Dyson. <laughs> yeah, Dyson. I own a Dyson. Yeah, yeah. There you go, See, it's just uh, it's a Tassie thing. I own Dyson's. It was it was like two hundred some dollars, I think. I don't wow. know. I See, he'd be impressed. Yeah. Well, I, I I figure I'd rather pay that and then uh, never buy another one for ten years than pay fifty bucks at Kmart every six months. Plus, the Kmart I have to go to here in Launceston is like located right next to uh, Bougainville. So, nah. That's fair. Know. And as Adam always says, you can judge a person. And their integrity based on how expensive their Dyson is. That's it. For extra bonus oh, Adam points, do you have a Dustbuster? Uh, I I don't have a proper Dustbuster. I've oh. got uh, it's like a mini vacuum. Like it's it's it it's the handle's as long as your body type thing. But it's a Dustbuster. Like it's the equivalent of Dustbuster. But well, it's if not it's like as a long as Zach's, it's not very long. Can I just <laughs> cut in for one second? I got a funny story that I find quite humorous uh i might have said said it to you before but i used to work with a girl who no way uh i said uh so where i work we sell usb vacuums right um and i said oh hey do you want to buy this usb vacuum and she's like why would i need to vacuum my usb sticks and i looked at her like what like how did you even what well you sure she wasn't telling a really good joke in, like, in no. all fairness, though, you don't want to get gunk in those ports because then it messes up the port and you can't. But who, use would, it who would even think of that? Who who vacuums their USBs? As she said, that sounds like a good dad joke, to be honest. No, she was serious, and I was like, "No, I meant USB powered vacuum." Anyway, uh, let's talk video games again. So you've been playing Apex with Adam, did you say? <laughs> yeah, let's just say that that's been happening. Yeah, on the side, um, and then I finished Ghost of Tsushima. What did you think? I saw your review pop up. I haven't given it a. Uh, I gave it seven point five. <laughs> I think it's uh, so, uh, is that Dylan too Blight many open is world. How is that Dylan Blight, or is that? Wow! 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 wow. <laughs> I'm going to censor that one because that's just uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he gave it. So maybe neither do I actually. But he probably I, didn't like it. I don't care to look. So um, okay, cool. It's a little bit lower than what. Uh, How's 7.5 a bad score? No, I said it's a little right. bit lower than Kieran, 8.5. What What did you yeah. What did you not... What could have been better? I just think the general mission structure design was just kind of paint-by-numbers open-world stuff, even though it does it quite well. I think I, I think I would have forgave that a bit more if the ghost side of stuff was more fun to play. I found the stealth just not exciting and because the stealth isn't fun to play i didn't like the whole side of the game about becoming a ghost which is 
the entirety of the story, really. So anytime it was like, oh, you got to do this mission stealth, I was like, Ugh, that's, I just want to fight people like a samurai because that's the, the part that, of the combat that's, that's more well. enjoyable. Just play I, I, yeah. I, I'm honestly, I'm sick of stealth because then it just feels like every other game. Hmm. So hide and bush, kill person. At one stage, I, 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 I'm pretty sure I let off a giant explosion like 20 meters shout away, away explosion from someone. Network. Yeah, shout out to Shout out to Dylan Blight for Explosion Network. <laughs> <laughs> At one stage, I think I let off a, yeah, I'm not saying it again, uh, like 20 <laughs> meters away from people. And they just stood there completely unaware of their, these, their friends just blowing up quite literally next to them. And then I just quickly poked out of the bushes several times and pressed triangle or whatever the hell you, you, you click to do stealth takedowns. Like it's, it's just very 2012 Ubisoft Assassin's Creed kind of stealth stuff in it. It, it brings the game down when it's such a big part of it, I think. Like it's tied to the narrative as well. Because you got to become more ghost and stealthy stuff. Hmm. All right. Well, if you want to go read Dylan's full review, you can go to what is the website? Is it just explosionnetwork.com? It's explosionnetwork.com. Yeah. Shout outs. Shout I don't have any well hyphen play dot net dot slash no, dot so, Sometimes you dash. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think we might just move on. Um. <laughs> Jordan, what have you been playing? Probably. I'll let Dylan take the first guess. Final Fantasy Online. Destiny. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting close to cracking the 600 hour mark on it. Fucking uh, hell. Yeah, I'm still enjoying it, which is not good for the rest of my pledges. But <laughs> oh, don't talk to me about pledges. I'm, I think I'm almost conceding. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you conceded when you made them. Probably. No, I've um, got, no I've got, I'm going to come home with a with a second window, second wave. Didn't you just switch one of your games like two weeks ago? No, not me. Don't me, bro. Maybe I might switch Red Dead Redemption for. No. <laughs> oh no, you was talking about it. Yeah, fin- okay. How about you can swap Red Dead Redemption for finishing Troll and I at least once a week for six weeks. Why is she not bad? No. <laughs> <laughs> Play a bad no. game six times, or one good game one time. <laughs> well, what sounds more like I Zach? know what Zach Jackson would pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah. So apart from that, I uh, dove a little bit back into Death Stranding. <clears throat> I want to finish it off this week, and uh, I just loaded up uh, Horizon Zero Dawn on PC to see how it goes. Uh, that was certainly a thing, uh, but it's all good now that I got it running properly. Are you allowed to talk about that yet? Uh, yeah, it would be released by the time the podcast comes out, but the, I don't know what to talk about aside from the fact that launching it is a nightmare because it tries yeah. to optimize the game based on your hardware instead of letting you customize it. So you sit there for hours and if it doesn't work, it crashes and you're going to do it all over again. Really? Um, and I had to reboot my computer because the thing was running at like one to two frames a second when I first launched it. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Embargo is tomorrow night. Yeah, they're listening. We're well, not listening today because whatever. Well, well, I am. Wednesday but... night is the, is uh, the embargo for those playing at home. Uh, yeah, I was uh... wondering because I thought Death Stranding was. I thought the Death Stranding port was very good. So, I thought the Horizon one would be as good. On, you know? on a lot of fronts, the Horizon one is better. There are some annoying things like the cutscenes for Ultra Wide instead of like either putting the pillar boxing, which I can live with, or the um or making it support it properly, they stretch the image to fit in the cutscenes. It looks, it looks terrible. Love that. Uh, Shout out. 
But aside from that, honestly, as a PC port, it's mostly pretty good. Uh, I do like that you can actually specify your audio out in the game itself. So you can have like you can have it to you know a different headset or something or whatever you want. Most games don't let you do that, so it was a nice little touch. I just uh, I don't like the optimizing thing that he does, and it's like Gorilla took a book out of Modern Warfare because that game is a freaking nightmare on PC. But the three pages of advanced settings is not enough for you. <laughs> oh my! It's not even the advanced settings. It's Modern Warfare. Every update that comes out, you have to um, recompile the shaders and every driver for your graphics card that comes out you have to do it as well so if they don't come together then you have to do two recompiling of shaders and it's a pain in the ass pc gaming love it <laughs> kieran hello i know you've been doing a lot of stuff behind yeah scenes. i usually do uh, sorry what have you been playing that's not for anything for any content. I have been continuing my pledge playthrough of Watch Dogs 2. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't put too much more time into it, but uh, I've done a little bit and I'm still enjoying it. Um, mm-hmm. I've also been playing the shit out of Ooblets. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little bit of Grounded, but not too much yet. Um, but yeah, Ooblets has kind of grabbed my attention a lot this week. It's a lot of fun. How many hours you put in? Reckon. Hey. Ooblets. How many hours uh, of Ooblets? Ooblets? At the uh I don't know, maybe like five or six. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but No. For me in, I was gonna, I was, in a week that's I was gonna say because I did four hours, I think, and I'm pretty sure like my first two hours I was just like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing <laughs> in this game. Like the, it, the start, I don't know if that was just me, but it is yeah, it's one of those I like those kinds of games I tend to have that sort of effect where it's um it doesn't sort of give you all the all the things straight away and you kind of just wander around aimlessly waiting for time to pass cuz you don't like you do like the one or two things that you can do and you're like I don't know what to do now or you know you you sort of don't discover immediately the things you're meant to be doing and yeah, like wander around aimlessly but um yeah, it, it maybe took me like an hour or two to really get into it and get a groove. But I'm enjoying it. Nice. Um, I've got nothing much, really. Just uh, grateful for the pledge. Um, I haven't really played much in the last week, to be honest. Um, yeah. Did not go back to Made a Scare, by the way. FYI. But I am writing a review. Shoutouts. To Half-Life Games. Um, yeah. That's all. Grateful. Uh, huh. I don't. I don't think I'm. Uh, I'm going so slow. I feel like I've been playing this game for like a hundred hours, and I reckon that's half, nothing. Halfway through. Grateful. Yeah. Pretty sure every week you're playing it. I know, but I'm only playing it for like an hour, and then even then, when I'm playing it for an hour, I'm only playing it for like half an hour because I'm looking at my phone or <laughs> fucking having. A- I'm confused why you're playing it still. To be honest, because I'm slow, mate. I'm the slowest person. I'm like a snail when it comes to games. Yeah, but it doesn't even sound like you enjoy it anymore. You're just like, I played Greedfall, yeah. took that box for the night, <laughs> took the, the rubbish hustle, out, I, did the dishes, I, played Greedfall. Because it's a pledge, man. Like, my pledge is cooked. <laughs> no, I reckon I can come home. No, no, no I can't. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, uh, we've got a bit of juicy embargo content that we can talk about that obviously the embargo will be lifted 
by the time this goes out. Kieran, you've been a busy boy. Where do you want to kick it off? You can start anywhere you like. Um, Good let's talk start. about let's talk about Windbound because uh, that's probably the thing that's most fresh in my memory because I was trying to write my stuff before this. Um, I got to play, mm, I'd say about like 60, 70 minutes uh, of two, two little sections of Windbound, one from the very beginning and one a little bit later. Um, for, I guess for context, Windbound's the, uh, very Zelda-ish looking survival crafting RPG being made by Five Live Studio in Brisbane. Um, since they kind of announced that it's, I guess it's, it's had a little attention on the internet, which is nice to see for an Aussie made game. Yeah. The Um, biggest thing, I think, well, the most surprising thing out of that, if you look at all the Aussie games we've had recently, is this one's published by a major publisher in deep yeah yeah um, yeah which yeah so it's not like it's indie but not really indie it's probably more double a but you've uh you've gone hands-on so yeah tell us gone hands-on um which was an interesting experience actually because it was via remote streaming um which is something i haven't tried before um and on my mbn mbn connection it was still pretty garbage and i can see why nobody's attempting to do it full scale in australia yet but um that aside uh it was a lot more fun than i was expecting because um the like survival crafting kind of genre hasn't really grabbed me yet and i've tried to play a few games like don't starve and um what else have i tried like like more online focused games like conan and stuff but um, I kind of get, I get very disenfranchised with uh, how really difficult they can be sometimes, or I, or I get bored of just kind of wandering around and and having to figure things out for myself. Um, I like being told what to do. Um, yeah, you do. <laughs> but uh, it's it's got a very very cool uh, vibe, a very very cool art style, as you can probably see if you've if you've watched any of the trailers. Um, so like immediately, as soon as, as soon as I jumped into the water, I was like, cool, I want to explore this. Um, and it's got a very, very cool kind of, I guess, core gameplay gimmick where, uh, when most of those kind of games, you would sort of build a base and then you would go out from there and you'd come back and, um, you know, you slowly try to build it up and explore further out into the world. Your, your base in, uh, windbound comes with you cause it's your boat. Um, so the, one of the, one of the interesting things, cause we, we published that interview recently. One of the interesting questions, uh, that everyone was kind of wondering about was how they were going to deliver uh, a compelling narrative. Cause it is also like a narrative focus game, um, in that sort of genre. Um, and probably the most prominent way they're doing it is, is instead of giving you like this one big world and you're kind of in the center point and exploring out it actually pushes you forward because you, you take your base with you. Um, so you go from island to island and kind of push through the story. So that was that was interesting. Um, and, you know, sailing around and crafting your, your boat and stuff is really cool. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. It's, it's, it's hard to get a, a really good idea of a game like that from, you know, kind of short stinted demos that we were doing, but... Mm. Um, it definitely gave me a good taste, and I, I think I think I'm I'm really really keen to play it in full. Oh. So, one question because I know you've sent me footage and I've mm. sort of skimmed it a little bit, but is 
because the main character's name is Kara. Yeah. Is her voice, sorry, is she like a voice character or is it all sort of silent protagonist? No, not that I know of. Okay. Yeah. No, I, um, yeah, she doesn't say anything in, like in the, in the parts that I played at least. Um, it doesn't really have speaking characters at all that I'm aware of. Um, mm. It kind of delivers its story, uh, obviously kind of incidentally through like the environment and stuff, but also like I found at some points I would get to a place that was kind of like a landmark um, and the whole world's procedurally generated, but they still also kind of have like set landmarks that do show up and stuff. Um, and so a couple of places I went that kind of seemed significant, it would start like flashing up messages on screen that were like little memories. Um, so that was kind of, I guess the only way they really deliver any, I wouldn't call it dialogue, but you know, like story mm. stuff. Do you know, because I've forgotten, even though I shouldn't mm. consider I just did a big, big interview with them but what's do you know what the story of the game actually like like what is yeah so like on on the most basic level basically kara gets like swept up in a storm um and just taken to this random place okay um and so the whole journey is about her trying to get home um and there is this like kind of ominous like kraken like being that sort of is involved but they were very tight-lipped on whether that's like an enemy or like a helpful thing or uh, like what it, what its purpose is, but yeah, that's that's literally all I know. Cool. Um, the last question I'll throw to you because we'll we'll get through these pretty quickly because we'll talk yeah. about this a bit later in the month. But we've spoken privately, but that sort of Zelda comparison is one that sort of whenever you sort of see it mentioned, people are intrigued because it looks a bit like those sort of games. But uh, you were saying it doesn't really like apart from the, yeah. that sort of brief initial look this that's where the sort of yeah end. i guess it's one of those things where like people like to have something to kind of compare something to especially when it comes to games to sort of gauge their own interest but yeah like aside from like the the whole sailing island to island aspect like it doesn't like that sort of is obviously a little bit similar to something like wind waker um and then like the survivalish kind of stuff feels like a i guess like a more hardcore version of a little bit of what they had in, in Breath of the Wild, but I mean, that's an established genre and Breath of the Wild kind of borrowed elements from that. So, mm. um, yeah, like I think in the interview, the the guys said like, you know, they started developing, developing it before Breath of the Wild was a thing. Um, and obviously they've looked at the Zelda series in terms of how they kind of present like those third person action games or like adventure games. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where the similarities end. But like, if yeah, if you looked at it, you know, thirty seconds of a trailer, you you could almost think that it's like a yeah a Zelda ish game. But it's 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 definitely very different. I have a question. Yeah. Um, if like if the core goal is to find your way home, mm. these survival games usually have uh, like mini goals. Like, oh, you you need to build these things to get a better boat, or like, yeah, what, what is the driving objective? It's like other than get home. It's I. It's hard to say. I don't really know at this point. Like based on what I played, um, there. It's set in chapters. I know it's set in chapters because like they they loaded us into two different ones. I don't. I, don't, I have no idea how that works. So, um, but like there are kind of there is a there's these sort of tower things on some of the islands that I've found and they kind of light up and sort of show you like the direction you're meant to be going in and you, you sort of go and clear them off. Um, 
but yeah, I actually have no idea what the the actual driving force is for for progression. So that'll be something that'll be answered at the end of the month when it comes out, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So speaking of that, it's launching on every single platform that's available, pretty much. So on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Stadia uh, on August twenty eighth. Um, which is surprising. I it's a lot of platforms for a small little team. Uh, Stadia as well. Yeah, well that's what works the, really well streaming. That's well that's what the the Kosh Media page thing he said. Um Yeah, cool. So yeah, we have a interview with the developer up on the website now if you want to check out that. Uh but you've also got sorry, you've also gone hands on with a a big upcoming title. Yeah. Uh we were lucky enough to get early early access to the Marvel's Avengers beta that's uh, starting up this week for some people, um, but basically rolling out across the rest of the month. Um, so that's was basically inclusive of, of everything that they've sort of already advertised that's in the beta, which is uh, a handful of the introductory missions of the game and then um, some of the, like the drop-in war zones, um, and yeah, myself and Adam, uh, who Dylan is best friends with, um, shout out, shout outs to Adam from well played. Uh, <laughs> we both got to play it. We did plan on playing it together at some point, but time got away from us, unfortunately. Typical. Adam. Um, yeah. Plus typical Adam. Too busy, too busy playing Apex. Close. <laughs> <laughs> too busy playing Apex without Dylan. He was too busy yeah. cleaning up in Apex. Bang. Hey, um, and yeah, th- this is a game that I've uh, been interested in, but not necessarily excited about, um, because it, f- from the outset, it, it's it's looked like very kind of, I guess, derivative and very focused, tested, and very like, you know, this is all the cool things that everyone likes in games right now. So let's let's just put them all in one thing and and make a a, a Marvel game out of it. Um, and after having played a few hours of the beta, it's pretty much the case. Um, it is very, uh, it's 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 almost like two different games. It's got like the your main story missions, which feel very kind of uncharted Tomb Raider, like third person cinematic action game. Um, and then it's got like the the multiplayer like Warzone aspect, which is is basically like Destiny or the Division. Um, it's just like a loot game. Um, and yeah, it's, I think if you're super into Marvel and superheroes and that kind of thing, you probably get a kick out of it, but by the same token it's very like heavy in, in the, the loot and like gearing and, and RPG stuff to the point where like the first time I opened the character menu, I was just like, it's just like a slap in the face of like numbers and icons and you need this many of this thing to do this and you've unlocked this and like just... I just feel like a game like Marvel's Avengers is going to have quite a broad audience um, and a lot of them aren't going to be accustomed to that sort of thing and it, it's it's a lot. Um, but uh, I will say Kamala Khan or Miss Marvel as a main character is a fantastic choice. She's super fun to play. Um, her powers basically involve like stretching her body to ridiculous sizes so she can you know, 
get Hulk sized and pummel bad guys, or she can like swing around like Spider Man on stretchy arms and jump super high. And um, in in a sort of video game format, she's just like super fun to play. And in a story kind of sense, uh, her whole thing is she's like a massive Avengers fan. She writes like fanfic and stuff, and then ends up being turned into a superhero. So she's basically like the perfect kind of uh, lens for players to sort of see the Avengers story play out, um, which is really cool. But uh, yeah. Do you think uh, they chose her as the main character to kind of give you like a a crash course on a lot of the other characters and how they play? It Yeah, it definitely, it feels that way. Because she does, yeah, in, in a lot of ways, she feels like a mix of all the other characters. Um, but by that same token, she makes most of the other characters feel boring to play. <laughs> I think like... <laughs> Her and her and Hulk are both really fun, um, but uh, in the like the brief moments that I played is like Black Widow and Captain America and and Iron Man, they feel yeah they're not they're not super cool. Like obviously people who are into those characters are like massive fans of those characters are going to want to play as them, um, but like Captain America and Black Widow just feel very very generic brawler kind of characters, and then Stitch Iron Man, yeah, <laughs> and um. Iron Man gets to fly around, but then most of the places he flies around are super cramped little combat arenas and it doesn't work. Oh, so it's Anthem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one. Um, it's As a platform, I think it's going to be really good because they are like pledging to you know, update it with free uh, story content, free characters, free maps, all that kind of stuff, and they're supporting that with obviously paid cosmetic microtransactions um but yeah i think over time as it grows and they sort of figure out what people gravitate towards i think it'll be cool um and obviously being able to like jump online with your friends and like literally be a team of avengers is going to be good um yeah the one probably one question i've got for you is Mm. you played it last year at pax behind closed doors yeah how I mean, yeah, and you weren't overly, um, you know, captivated by it. But how mm. ha, have you this beta? Have you become more positive, or are you still kind of the same? I think I think after playing the beta, I'm I've got a little bit of a better sense of what it is because um, that that demo uh, at PAX was almost like a like a technical demo like a test it wasn't really part of the game as such um but it was it sort of was a, a an early look at at how Kamala played and that was kind of cool um but yeah it's it's kind of just affirmation um of like i said what i kind of expected from it um did you did you play the uh show floor golden gate demo as well or no no i didn't play that last year but that's like the the opening mission um so i played that in the beta uh this time around um and that was like yeah it was weird i didn't like it it's it's very choppy (laughs) and like it doesn't it a lot of the a lot of the sections are very clunky and kind of i don't know it's a weird intro um and that like uh, cinematic kind of action aspect of the game, which is, I guess, the main story missions, is definitely not as fun as just jumping into like the the war zones and just free roaming with with people and just smashing shit. Yeah, um, I think that's where like the obviously the longevity longevity of the game is going to be. Um, 
but yeah and then obviously in that in those bits you get to actually be who you want to be whereas yeah constantly flicking between all the different superheroes and stuff in like the golden gate and the the couple after that is weird yeah okay uh dylan what are you are you gonna check out the beta uh maybe i am i I really wasn't a big fan of the the stuff i played at packs so if i if i try out the beta i suppose i can get back on board with the what are they called warzone missions or yeah. whatever the yeah yeah you do you do have to get through like a couple hours of the other stuff to get to that though Ugh. yeah <laughs> um nice all right you both you guys have been playing uh and i've actually played a little bit as well uh, a game that's come out today uh tuesday the 4th and that is scully from modus games and the developer of forgotten is it fine line it's fast fast line first line games something along those lines yeah Yeah. um what do you guys think of this tell us your thoughts i'll let podcast karen should go i'll let i'll know i'll let dylan i've spoken enough already let's hear a different voice (laughs) um all right um scully so um (laughs) uh so i kind of liked it but i feel like i have to go in saying i was kind of ready to like it because i was kind of just seeking this sort of throwback uh platformer mascot era you know just like a -a collect-a-thon game because that's what this is really like each level has between a couple hundred to 500 uh, flowers to collect. And then it's just a combination of platforming uh, some fast paced platforming where you'll probably die a heap of times. And then some puzzle elements. I think the game is strongest in its puzzles and not so much in its platforming, because the problem is that you play as this skull that is the character. You're a, you're, you're a skull that doesn't talk. You've been brought back to life by a god of some sort. This, I think his name's Terry by memory or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, he brings this skull to life because he's fighting with uh, his three siblings who are all also gods and they've all got their sort of different areas, which leads the, the 18 levels to have these sort of biomes of ice, grass uh, lava so on and so forth um and because you play as the skull when you're solely playing as the skull uh it's all like momentum building so you kind of have to get your get going down a hill and to send yourself flying across these gaps and so on and so forth but um because you're this little skull i found that i would constantly sort of like clip the edges of rocks and other sorts of things which made even doing the simplest form of platforming at some stages, just really tedious and annoying. And there are a couple of levels in the game where you basically got to outrun certain things. Like one is uh, an incoming wave. Uh, Another, this like rooms filling up with lava. That one gave me the shits the most, actually this rooms filling up with lava and you kind of got to go up this spiraling staircase type thing. but And I'd be trying to make the simplest little jumps as this skull and I'd keep getting like stuck in the, the most annoying ways. And that, that was the one level where I was nearly ready to quit. So that stuff is very hit and miss. Uh, I, the, the, the part of the game I enjoyed the most is you can, uh, after I think, and then probably like eight levels, you unlock all three forms 
uh, that Scully can transform into. And throughout each level, there's these little pools of mud and they're the, they serve as the game's checkpoints as well. And then in those, you can choose to transform into a, uh, like a bruiser, uh, golem creature thing, mud golem creature thing that can like break open, break open walls. And that's the one that also fights the, I think there's only like two enemy types in the whole game as well, Mm. but that's the one that can fight the enemy types. Uh, then there's another one that's like a little smaller one and that has an ability that lets you run super fast, uh, and also lets you move certain types of blocks, uh, either vertically or horizontally one does one direction and then the the third character does the opposite direction but i can't remember which order they happen in um either way the third character does the can move the blocks in the opposite direction and can also double jump but uh the game using those powers lets you do some cool things where you have to play as the character that can move the blocks up and down and you'll kind of hover a block like sort of midway in the air and then you can hop out of that character as Scully, then you can jump into another character, like another body of clay, and then you can double jump up to the platform that your previous body was holding. And then there's some cool ways they sort of do puzzles with these combination of mechanics. But um, just when they kind of start to take the puzzles in interesting directions, it feels like the game's sort of over or they just throw you another really annoying platforming section. Uh, And also the boss fights were nothing to right home about so i gave it a 6.5 no six in my six point five. i gave it a six in my review so um i thought mm. it was okay as goes the explosion network's review scale um but you can see there's like a passion there and some really cool ideas and maybe if they had more money or something like that then it could have gone further i guess nice uh kieran what did you think of it um yeah i mean that that pretty much sums it up um i gave it a five and a half in in our review um but yeah for most of the same reasons like there there's some glimpses of like cool ideas um especially yeah once you start getting your other forms and doing puzzles and stuff but uh that baseline platforming as scully is super annoying um especially like I think the the moment that I was ready to quit was this like one like fairly like not challenging but like time consuming puzzle in one of the later levels where like you spend ages kind of switching between forms and like moving platforms around to set up a path to go up and I must have tried it like 20 times and I knew exactly what to do and what I was doing and I'd move all the platforms and I'd switch around all the guys and then as soon as I went to like jump up it with Scully I'd like you know, like clip the edge of a platform or like just randomly roll off the end and, and hit water and have to start again. Um, and just like stuff like that is just like, just brought, brings the whole experience down. Um, and I don't know. It's also kind of weird that you can, you know, you're controlling a, like a, a, a skull made of like filled with clay who has like sentience and you can, you know, use the controller to move him in any direction, but you can't use the controller to just make him, like, stop moving. Um, <laughs> you, and you'd, you'd think, you know, if a skull had sentience, he wouldn't just let himself fucking roll off a mountain and die, but he does. Um, so, yeah, it's cool. Like, I uh, always froth a, a good collectathon platformer, um, but the, the low lows aren't 
uh, it just overshadow any little highs that it has. Okay. Um, I did check it out. I only played a, maybe like an hour, but I didn't really dig it. But I was actually interested because Dylan, I think in your preview, because you went out, you did that, you did a preview, yeah. Yeah, I, think I you, do. You labelled it like almost like a cooler world style game, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think the preview, like, because the preview was only the first two levels, and the first two levels had lots of these uh, segments where they've got these sort of like, uh, what would you call them? Just like sideways little ramp things that you you kind of fling Scully across and whatever else. And to me, yeah, yeah, and to me that kind of set up. Oh, this must be what more of the game's going to be like mm. these like the these bridge segments are going to get harder so i was thinking a lot of a uh, cooler world when i was playing it's like cooler world knack you know the, these sorts of these sorts of things uh, i didn't mention cooler world in my review because it kind of just disappears there's i think there there is a couple of random levels like towards the end where those segments come back but it, it definitely wasn't throughout the rest of the game which is weird because i feel like that would have been a good thing to have given the scully is just this little skull that rolls around constantly yeah. and doesn't doesn't stop. I would have preferred to do cooler world type levels than proper platforming that doesn't feel like it should be in this game. Yeah, because we uh, we love our cooler world here, drinking the cooler. Hell yeah, um, we do. <laughs> and yeah, when I saw that, I was like, cool, yeah, all right, cool, I'll check it out. And you know, Modus Games, kind of my boys. But yeah, this uh, wasn't, didn't enjoy it at all. And yeah, in fact, I barely lasted an hour. Um, Anna and I were actually playing it um, while Rise was installing on my on my Xbox. Of course uh, it was. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it just wasn't, yeah, it didn't, wasn't good. I think I'd rather watch the loading screen of Rise. Um, wow. Wow. But yeah, sorry. Sorry, uh Scully. All right. Um, where's me doco? All right, so we're done for reviews, unless Kieran's got some other ones he wants to talk about. No, I'm all good. <laughs> all right. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Didn't, I swear I don't have Corona. Um, let's talk jorts. What's making our tight... That's what's what's making our jorts tight. Uh, what's making this, our tight jorts? <laughs> this August twenty twenty. Uh Dylan, you know what uh this tight in the jorts segment is? I know what that feels like, yeah. That's fine. Perfect. You can, uh, <laughs> Shout out to Dylan's jorts. <laughs> you can rip off those jorts and kick us off. Fast and Furious Crossroads. Let you go first. You're kicked <laughs> off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I'm you sure. for joining me for this this week's episode of the World Play DLC podcast. Actually, I'm gonna I was gonna give your mate a shout out a bit later, but big Ashley bloody tweeting at World Played. Where's Fast and Furious Crossroads on our uh, tweet about <laughs> tight tight jaw games? And I was like, mate, no, just no. Uh, yeah, look, um, I only include bad-looking games if Zach tells me to. And he told me to do that one. Yeah, you all, all have bullshit games that you know are bad that you you look forward to. This is my. Do I ever? This is my one. That, this that, is, that's this fair. Is my one you know, for you. I'll, I'll pay it. 
because I am a big fan of the Fast and Furious movies for all their sins and everything in between. And this game looks so bad. It looks atrocious, but I cannot wait to play it. Is it a racing game? Like, uh, it's se- it's, it seems like it's action orientated. Like it's, 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 it's more focused on what the franchise has become mm-hmm. than what it started as. So it, like in the trailer, you, you see them like taking down tra- uh, tanks and all sorts of absolutely nonsense, nonsense things. But um, hopefully, it'll be have some really great Vin Diesel one-liners uh, with terribly animated characters alongside a cool soundtrack. And um, um, oh, I'm down, you know. All right. Yeah, I'm aiming for a six out of ten. That's how high my, what you know. Well, you know, it sounds like you got like proper tempered expectations, and you know, I can yeah. respect that. Yeah, I can. I can enjoy a solid six out of ten. All right, quick question for you. Uh, first answer. Don't even think about it. We can think about it, but just give me the, the first answer. You got five <laughs> seconds. What's your favorite Fast and Furious film? Uh, Fast and Furious Seven. Is there seven Fast and Furious films? Fuck There's him. more than seven. Is but yes, the, yeah. wait, the ninth, the ninth was uh, the eighth. No, sorry, the ninth was supposed to come out this year, Fucking but hell. it got How delayed because of films? COVID. Yeah. How? All right. So he, the eight was well, eight wasn't very good. Seven's the best one. Six is the second best one. Tokyo Drift is also very good. Four's okay. Oh, Two's wow. pretty shit house, <laughs> and number one's the best. And also, if you want to listen to the Explosion Network's Fast and Furious podcast called "It's About Family," you'll hear me include the classic film <laughs> "Better Luck Tomorrow," which has the character Han in it and isn't included in the Fast and Furious films, but is technically part of the franchise. Yeah. Uh, what? Which number was Paul Walker's last one? Is that a trick question? It was, no, like, it's seven. Seven. Oh, it is seven. Okay. I was, yeah, that's, I was why it's, that's why it's my favorite one. I cry every time I watch that movie. Yeah. I, I cry literally every time oh, I watch that movie. Okay. Yeah, I've, well, I haven't seen those films for a long time. Um, I'd say number one's my favorite because it's got saliva in the soundtrack. Um, Only you would give that as your... Uh... <laughs> um, all right, do you have any other games this month that... Uh, making uh, that are oiling your jorts up like a good old Vin Diesel. Look. I mean, we're all gonna say Fall Guys is out. Am I? Are you allowed to say anything that's just dropped? I think. Um, sure. The only other one, uh, I kind of pick between either Wastelands Three or um, what's that guitar game called with the rock and roll rampage? Uh, no no straight roads. roads? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Jordan, we haven't heard your voice for a while. What have you? Uh, what are you keen for this month? Oh, it's in the article. They can read. No, <laughs> but uh, so my my big ticket item for for this month is Baldur's Gate three. Uh, if you if you saw the Jorts article, you'd know that I spelt it correctly, unlike Adam. Um, <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm a big fan of Larian Studios, and so I trust them to do a, a really good job at making a. Baldur's Gate 3 be really good because I really loved the really original sin too. So much so that I've pledged so much so that I've pledged to actually finish it, which you know, I don't do with a lot of really long RPGs. Mm. Um Definitely don't put six hundred hours into anything. No. No, not at all. Um Then there's Horizon Zero Dawn on PC, which you know we just discussed. Uh then there's actually Samurai Jack Battle Through Time. I have no idea what this game is, but 
I love Samurai Jack. You know, I grew up. I think it only got announced last week, actually. No, it's been announced for a little while, but has it? Yeah, there's just been no marketing for it. We leave you to believe it's probably going to be pretty shit, but still, (laughs) it's Samurai Jack, so I have to have some form of intrigue. Um, and Windbound, which you know we just heard about, you know, game of the year, obviously. But uh, yeah, gotcha. Nice, Karen. What are you uh, keen for? Four guys. Uh, which is a, doesn't really count because I'll be playing that already by the time this comes out. Um, Windbound, obviously, uh, super keen for as we've discussed. Um, and no straight roads would be another significant one. Um, another one we've previewed for the site. Uh, super, super, super keen for that. Um, but also, tell me why. Uh, first episode comes out this month. Oh, um, which I know we've discussed privately uh, and I've said that I don't know if I'm actually keen for it yet, um, but that's mostly just because I don't really know too much about it. Um, but it's Don't Nod, so I trust them to make something compelling. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for August, I think, for me. Nice. I was actually surprisingly quite a few games. I was like, August is going to be the month. It's a fairly right? big month sit down finish Greedfall play through 10% of Red Dead and <laughs> we're good uh, but no apparently I've got my hands full again hands full of denim um, <laughs> we'll talk about it well, we won't probably talk, talk about it in a minute but because we'll talk about it now but Battletoads got a release date uh, last week on the weekend uh, August 20 hitting uh, Xbox and PC, which is very cool. That reboot there that looks like a Saturday morning cartoon. Looks a bit different to the original, but, um, I mean, Streets of Rage 4, you know, brought back beat-em-ups pretty well. So, and this looks like it's got a bit of beat-em-ups in it. So, hopefully, this is just as good, if not a little bit worse. Um the one surprising thing, though, about this, and this is kind of why I added it into uh, the news bit, is that it wasn't shown off at the Xbox Games Showcase, which is weird, given that they dropped the release date well, like a week later, less than a week later. Um, I don't know, don't know what that means. Does that mean they're not confident? Does that mean they just wanted to keep it, to give them something to release in a week? Oh, sorry, to announce in a week. I don't know. Don't know. Um, Microsoft Flight Simulator as well, while I'm on the uh, Xbox bandwagon here, or Microsoft bandwagon. Uh, that looks pretty cool. Keen to uh, check that out and go hang out in the Explosion Lounge. Shout out. Shout out. Ashley. Oh, man, and if you're oh, really bad at it, it really can be the Explosion Lounge. Oh. Um, yeah, so I'm keen to play that. I don't know... Yeah, I feel like that game's going to require a lot of time because I'm probably going to suck at flying. Uh, no, I I read a million people's previews because this is something I can't decide if I'm actually interested in or mm. um, I'm just because I keep memeing it on our podcast that I keep just reading about it to keep up my uh, continuous jokes about it. But uh, in a lot of the stuff I read, they said you can kind of delegate a lot of the super complicated stuff to your co-pilot. Yeah. So you can kind of make it super easy for yourself, which is what... I plan to do because I don't have all day to learn how to fly a fly a fucking no, proper plane from home. I think the issue is more like 
because uh, I was speaking with Shannon and I was like, so how long does it take to fly places? And he was like, it's real time. And I was like, bullshit, no way. If you fly from like Melbourne to fucking Los Angeles or something, it surely doesn't take like 20 hours. Pause the game, quick save. Um, <laughs> so that's fucking like just, I don't know. That's what people play these for though, know, isn't it? It's like, so long. <laughs> I know, but that's that's also why... 20 I, hours just going there, and then what, you land and then you come back. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're saying that there's more game time in one flight route in Flight Simulator than there is in know, the entirety right? of the order. Don't you dare. <laughs> you can play the order on the side while flying. You can. Yeah, tell your co-pilot yeah. to fly from Perth to fucking Sydney, and then play <laughs> yeah. the order. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Uh, I reckon I'll... Uh, Try and go check out Chernobyl. Uh, or maybe I'll try to fly over the Bermuda Triangle. You know, you know, you know That'd be a cool Easter egg actually. if like, you just disappeared. If we're just deleting <laughs> yeah, your game. It's <laughs> game over. Actually, <laughs> what you need to do, Zach, is you boot up this, you set your flight path, off you go. You, know, you, you do the takeoff. Once you're in the air, uh, hand over the controls and uh, boot up Breedfall for an hour, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. It's got a good point yeah, for, there. For an hour, and then I'm only like one hour into the thing. Yeah, and then you go back to controls in time to land it. Just do short flights. Hmm. Two games at once. No, Swap your Red Dead pledge for Flight Sim. Around the world. Kill two birds with one stone. You're like, oh, I should play Red Dead. Might uh, pick a, a, a five-hour flight. Uh, might play this other game. Pick a shorter flight. Yeah, it's con- constant, constantly dueling this game. I could finish my pledges if I just flew from... Melbourne to Los Angeles and then back like half a dozen times. That's a good idea. I like that. There you go. Look at that. Solving problems on the podcast. Next, oh, next week's podcast, Zach's perspective is going to be recorded in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the other game I am keen for, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to review it. It's not here on the, on the list because... Jordan hates sports, but uh, PGA 2K21. Um, I don't know why. I kind of like golf games. See, if I had known this, I would have included it. Yeah, but whatever. Shout out. Um, Shout out to Dylan Blight from the Explosion Network. But uh, yeah, Shout like, out. I, they do take a long time to play. Do you have to walk the green in real time? Fuck that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, the no, golf balls um, travel in real time. <laughs> so yeah. I'm keen to play it. Probably won't, though. Shout out to shout out to that. Uh, Street Power Football is another game from Mode Maximum. Modus or Maximum. One of the two. Uh, looks sure. Looks okay. Um, yeah. Looks like NBA Jam made with five percent of the budget, but it looks interesting. Um, but it's sports, and I like sports, so I'll check that out. Um, and also, tell me why again. Yeah, so the first episode of that, but that's pretty much me for. Oh no, I'm also gonna, even though I kind of uh, make fun of it, I'm interested to see where Willie and the Curse of Bone Town goes, where Willie gets off. But um... that's not a real game. <laughs> no, I know it is. It's funny. It's, 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 it's just... uh, yeah, so I'm gonna play, probably play that after the podcast. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much me for the month. Um, we'll speed run some news. Uh, yeah, we've spoken about Battle 
Toads. Uh, last night, PlayStation announced what... Announced, um... Uh, what, uh... Play, uh what PS4 accessories will be compatible with the PS5. Um, I actually didn't think there would be this many. I thought they would maybe stooge a couple of... Uh, couple of things but no they've gone pretty generous there uh so the biggest one is probably the DualShock 4 uh, and that is not compatible with PS5 games it will be supported by PS4 games but uh yeah PS5 games will not be supported uh by the DualShock 4 when you guys read this how do you take it because it's do you take this as games that are PS5 Exclusive, so like your Horizon Zero Dawn 2 kind of thing. Because um, obviously games are going to have those uh, next-gen patches or enhancements or whatever. So mm. what what do you think? Do you think they'll just be compatible with the PS4 and the PS5 controllers? Like, like uh, Cyberpunk, for example. Yeah, I... That's that's tough because I guess it really depends on the nature of mm. the updates and stuff. Like, I would have expected that they would just make it if it's like a you know a, an actual PS5 update to the game that you would have to use a newer controller, um, which is a fair ask because you're you're gonna have one with the with the consoles. It's not like you won't have it. Mm. Um, and then like the the DualShock Four is like strictly for legacy mode stuff. Yeah, but could be wrong shout outs what do you think uh this means um i think i think it literally just means that so so let's use cyberpunk for example right so cyberpunk comes out you're putting the ps4 disc in, into your ps5 and you're playing that with a, a dualshock 4 then they release the fancy patch for it or whatever that is that makes it, I don't know, whatever it does, up to the resolution, half-ass 4K, whatever it does. Um, I, it still continues to work with the DualShock 4 because it's still just the PlayStation 4 version with a with a updated patch. It stops working when you actually go to the store or d- p- purchase digitally the proper PS5 version of Cyberpunk, which is completely different once again. And that, mm. that only works with the DualSense is how I okay. read it as. Interesting. I never, uh, I never thought about it like that. Jordan, what do you, uh, what do you think? I don't think it's going to work at all. No, um, you know, this is a tough one. I, I think with the multi generational, sorry, intergenerational releases, um, it'll probably be something as simple as if you use a PS4 and we use Cyberpunk as an example here again. Uh, if you use a, a DualShock 4 on Cyberpunk while playing on your PS5. It'll just be like if the, in terms of like the controller features, it'll behave like a DualShock Four. But then if you use the dual, the Dual Sense, I almost said DualShock Five. Um, if you use the Dual Sense, then the extra little things that CD Projekt Red or whatever developer and whatever game you're using um, has put into, you know, um, using those features, all that work, you will actually get to see it and feel it. So mm. it's just a matter of you know whatever you use. Can I use Joy Cons? <laughs> You can use mine. No. That's what I want to know. Uh, I'm gonna go the op- I'm gonna go the other way. I, I think it's it's gonna be just for PS5 games. I think if it's um, uh, like a PS4, like a dual release, I think uh, yeah, you'll be able to use both. So I think you it'll boot up and go. What controller 
scheme do you want or whatever or what controller system are you using and you'll pick whatever or, or it'll just auto detect whatever you got going um yeah but i think uh it just won't work with ps5 games so like your re8s village um yeah so like bug snacks which is on both shout out bug to that great snacks. Game. Yeah, there we go. Give me the solo. Yeah, sexy. Um, so that's that comes out on both, and then so so you boot up. So you, I buy Bug Snacks first on my PS4. Bug Let's say that has a free upgrade to the PS5 version. Am I downloading a separate file, or am I just downloading the one so, version? So, so I think they will in in an update. They'll that I think uh, dual release games will have. It'll be the onus will be on the developer if they want to. Um, utilize features of the DualSense um, and then that'll be <clears throat> in an update and then in settings or yeah like if you but I mean who's not going to use the DualSense with the PS5 uh, morons but I'm sure there'll be someone but yeah so <laughs> if so if you've got the DualSense connected it'll just it'll pick up that you've got that connected I don't know how but maybe it just will um, through magic uh, and yeah, it'll, it'll just play at the DualSense experience. But if you've got a DualShock connected, it'll play at that experience. Or it'll pop up, hey, you've got a DualShock 4 connected. Fucking plug in your new controller, you moron. <laughs> you know, you know I what I love want, if you call you know, a moron. <laughs> you know how they say that the uh, DualSense can uh, make it feel like you're you're pulling a bow or you're, you're trading for a grass? What if they yep. make the DualSense feel like you're holding a DualShock 4? <laughs> What if yeah. that makes the dual sense beat the Ju- shit out of you for not Ju- using sense. it? Dual <laughs> sense. Uh, anyway, um, no, it'll, it'll be interesting to see, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll find out. Uh, the other, in terms of other controllers, um, official licensed third party controllers will be again supported by PS4 um, titles. Audio headsets, uh, PlayStation's gold and uh, uh, platinum and gold wireless headsets will work, uh, and players will be able to use their third-party headsets as long as they connect via USB port or audio jack. Um, something about the headset companion app, uh, which I've never actually used. Has anyone used that? Only for the Switch. No. no. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is not compatible with the PS Five, uh, and this one is actually the the one that I didn't think would maybe be the case. Uh, move controllers and PS VR aim controller will be will work with the PS5 as long as they're supported uh, by those PS VR titles. Um, See, that, honestly, that just tells me that they're not they're either not working on a new controller or they know it's not going to be out in time, so they're mm, allowing what? people to use it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of well, thought that they... maybe they'd be pushing a new yeah, like a new one. So. I, I want a new controller, but the Move controllers were given to me because they already announced that PSVR was going to be compatible with PS5. So yeah. it's like, of course, the Move controllers have to work or else what am I playing I'm in VR with, you know? True. So yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting though that those are from like the PS3. Yeah. And they're still still them. going. I hate them so much. They're it'll so be, bad. I mean, I'm going to assume probably not, but it'll be interesting if there is a PSVR 2, whether they will... will have you know move to controls or whatever um or whether you better use your original moves probably they have to i have playing iman vr recently having played like stuff on oculus and using those controllers it just it is really like you're playing something from the ps3 era and it's because you are 
Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the PlayStation camera will be compatible with supported PSVR titles on the PS5. However, players will need to use an adapter that will be provided free of charge. Uh, information on that will come at a later date. Uh, and steering wheels, arcade controllers, and other specialty accessories will work with supported PS5 and PS4 games. I think that's the most important part there. Yeah, the wheels. I, I didn't. I wasn't sure, but I was like, uh, that's probably one that they they need to because they're fucking expensive, eh? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not just PS4 games. It's the yeah. It's like you'll be able to play them with uh, Dirt Five or you know, Gran Turismo, whatever it's called. So I feel like that was the key one that I feel like people could have rightfully got angry about. Like if I was to pick something people could have mm. got grumpy about, I would say it's that stuff because that's the most expensive stuff. Uh, people getting angry about the the DualShock Online, I'm just like, I don't know. It's, I, every time I've brought a new co- console, I've used a new controller, you know, yeah. like fuck me, right? So and yeah, I like, think it's pretty good. I don't, I don't think once I have ever played PS4 and gone, oh, gee, I wish I could plug in my PS DualShock 3s or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but um, the difference is the DualShock 3s suck. The DualShock 4 is good. Well, that may be the case, but still. What if what if I wanted to play four-player something and I only had three DualShocks? Triple like, shocks. Ex- exactly. Ex- exactly. Exactly what I was saying. <laughs> um, you know, when is- I used... To- when I used to cheese trophies, I used to, uh, and they used to be like, oh, you you got to like uh, have eight friends to play this fucking game. I'm like, oh, I don't have that many controllers. So I'll plug in my two guitars, my one rock band <laughs> kit. Yeah, get them all going. These are all See, my extra friends. Yeah, I, I've, I've been game. thinking this entire time that Dylan here, <laughs> his mannerisms are very close to KS. And that right there just confirms it, that he's basically just KS. Did you play Portal 2 by yourself, co-op? Uh, no, I, I played it with someone. Oh, but, okay, you're not KS then. Okay, good. I thought do I was myself. Do you, do you like chat. science? Do I like science? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, KS confirmed. Um, Breaking bad reference. For next bit of news. Uh, Halo Infinite <laughs> multiplayer goes free to play. Uh, this was kind of pretty much leaked a uh, day or two or yeah. day and a half before this was actually announced. Um, surprising, kind of, but I guess it makes sense uh, if it gets people into the door of Game Pass. Uh, I did listen to... Was it on Arcade Arca Couch? Couch? Yeah, Arcade Couch. Yeah. Um, well, you almost shouted out the wrong podcast. I did, yeah, I did, didn't really. Well, actually, no, that, that's a story for another time. Um, yeah, and you guys mentioned that if you need... What was it? If you need gold to play... Yeah, this, well, it's confusing. It's like, okay, so it, uh, that, Halo's on Game Pass. On? Yeah, well, no, it's like Halo's on Game Pass. Yeah. So, but if you're playing... Most people... If you're playing for Game Pass Ultimate, um, and the, the rumor is they're going to move gold into Game Pass and have it be one thing. So then uh, you won't need to play for them separately. So then everyone's going to be paying for Game Pass, presumably. Um, and then if you're paying for that, then you're getting Halo for free because it's part of Game Pass. So then it's not, it's, it's the free to play part sure. is kind of weird because it's just, you already, it's like it's, it's part of Game Pass. Like, I don't know who the free-to-play part targets. I, if, I guess free-to-play will probably target PC more than anything. Possibly, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, and maybe to get people who aren't in Game Pass to sign up to, to Game Pass. Because, you know, maybe they're like me, who they play Greedful um, on their on their Xbox and install Rise. And then someone goes, oh, come play some Halo Infinite with us. And you go, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool. And I might go check out the campaign. Oh, what? Need Game Pass? 
I'll sign up. Lock me in. Take my money, Phil. Hmm. That's probably true because that's also kind of what they're trying to do with that. Uh, that uh, what's their campaign thing that Remedy's doing the campaign for it? Crossfire. Crossfire. Yeah, they're, they're like, hey, the multiplayer is free to play. Crackdown Four. <laughs> <laughs> I'd play Crackdown 4 if Remedy did it. You you fucking play Crackdown 4 anyway. Crackdown 3 was terrible, so please don't. What? Uh, I played like a tiny bit of Crackdown 3. It sucked ass. Kieran stopped and loved it. You were frothing for it, mate. That's a lie. You are a lying (laughs) son of a bitch. Um, But yeah, so Crackdown 3, no. Halo Infinite going free to play. Um, Kieran, do you have any thoughts on this? No. Kieran, I... top of your head. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. What uh, t-shirt is Will Spencer going to work? It's gonna, yeah, what, what t-shirt is going to work next time you see him on camera? Uh, oh, um, he's going to be wearing a Viva Pinata t-shirt. Hot. Uh, continue with what you're going to say. Um, I was just going to say, I just, I, I, I guess I want them to confirm the mechanics of what they mean, like similar to what Dylan said about what they mean by free to play and who that's for. Cause like, uh, I guess a good, uh, comparison point is a game like Fortnite, which is technically a free to play game. You still need gold on Xbox. Unlike every other platform to play that. Oh, d- so really? yeah. Fuck, um, I, didn't, I didn't actually know that. Yeah. I, th- I think that's also part to do with, um, save the world technically exists at the same time. And it's hard for them to, uh, distinguish between battle Royale and save the world. Oh, yeah, so okay. Yeah, it's and it it does look more and more like they they plan to yeah, abolish gold as as it is at the moment. So it'll you, be interesting just to see what they actually mean. On that gold uh game pass makeup. How much is who has game pass here? Who paid who paid for game pass here? Me. Me. I paid a dollar for it. Yeah, so <laughs> I I paid a dollar to play grounded. Um for oh, three yeah. years. How's Grounded? It's pretty fun, actually. It's, it's very buggy, but it's pre- pretty fun. <laughs> Literally. Oh, I was going to say, is that a pun? Not um, so how much is Gold Pass? Game Pass, sorry. Uh, I don't know for Xbox, but uh, when I looked at it for Game Pass on PC, because I don't play on Xbox, I was like, why do I need Ultimate? So I'm for regular. Um, it said four ninety five, but it gave it to me for a dollar. Yeah. So I think, I think it's Xbox cheap. is like... It's cheap on PC. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really like cheap four. on PC. It's like Four. ten or eleven dollars on Xbox for yeah, just Game nice. Pass, and it's like sixteen for Ultimate. So like for yeah. PC and Gold included. Right. Okay. So it's all right. So what would? So they just would get rid of Gold separately, and make it. So how much is what Gold's like? What seventy bucks a year? Yeah. So it's. What's that like seven bucks or something? A month. Hmm. See, I'm happy for, like, Gold and PS Plus to be abolished anyway, because uh, I mm. hate those models, but, you know. But you're still paying for something. Like, you still... Uh, if they get rid of Gold, but they make you have required Gold to play online still, but you have to get it through Game Pass, isn't that a bit of a dick move? Yeah, for sure. But I don't I don't want Gold to exist at any... Like, I don't like the idea of buying a game and then having to pay extra to play a part of the game that I already paid for. But are you... Are you paying to play? I don't think in or that model. I don't think that they services. would lock you out of multiplayer for not having Game Pass. No, no, no. Uh, this was just a question to Jordan. Like, are they? The, it's not the developer that's locking you out of 
the multiplayer. It's not. It's the PlayStation uh, universe. You know the, the <laughs> yeah the universe. Ooh. <laughs> you know a a part of playing online games on PlayStation is that you need to have a sub a subscription. So that's so you're aware of that before you buy that. Anyway, um, Haley, Infinite Free to Play. Multiplayer, uh, not campaign. Yeah, sorry. Uh, multiplayer, not single player. Uh, Marvel's Avengers, something about Hawkeye. To yeah, Hawkeye's coming to Marvel's Avengers. And, and Spider-Man is PS4 exclusive. Or PlayStation exclusive. Yes, Spider-Man's PS Station exclusive. See, but the thing that I find interesting about the Spider-Man thing is... Gamers are going, oh, Sony are being really anti-consumer with this, which they're not wrong, but they're giving Square Enix and Marvel a pass for accepting the deal as well. But They're like, just as complicit. Okay. Maybe I'm just devil's advocate. Maybe. Um... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, didn't see that coming. <laughs> but why Like, why is this such a big thing? As because in people, people are paying the same for a game, but getting functionally less on a different platform. Okay, we'll buy it, we'll buy it on a PlayStation. What if they don't have a PlayStation? Okay, well then that's their own fault, isn't it? <laughs> so they're being punished for not having a platform but wanting to support a game. Correct. Man, you're Bobby Kotick. V- v- well, Spider-Man is a Sony... Shut um, up. No, no, only for the movie rights. Yeah, not for the games. Then why... Spider-Man was in the Switch uh, Ultimate Alliance thing, for example. Like, it's there not... You go. the. F- it's not the first time that Spider-Man has appeared off a Sony console. Okay, well, in that case, I take back what I'm saying. Shiplocks. Um but yeah, I, I figured it was just a Sony property, so it's like, well, why would it? Why wouldn't it be exclusive, kind of thing? Uh, but Hawkeye is coming to Marvel's Avengers, um, and the good thing about this is they'll be free. Um, mm. Yeah, cool. Yay. Marvel's another, Avengers. Another guy with a bow and arrow. Hey, hey, nothing wrong with a guy in a bow and arrow. You'll be able to feel it in the dual sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, Jordan, there's one bit of news here for you. Yeah. So, uh, Capcom uh, released their uh, quarter one sales. Uh, unfortunately, Resident Evil 3 has pretty abysmal sales in the grand scheme of things. Only uh, 2.7 million compared to Resident Evil 2's, uh, I think it was like 5.6. Uh, so it's nowhere near as good as 2, obviously. But Monster Hunter is still a goddamn behemoth of a game. Series-wide, it's shipped 64 million units. Monster Hunter World has shipped 16 million units. And Iceborne is at 5.8 million units. That's mad. So, just the... Who listens to the giant bombcast here? That's the wrong explosion, mate. No one. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> They were saying, and I don't know how true this is, but you know, I'm, I'm sure they're not going to make it up completely. But um, apparently Xbox was sniffing around Capcom for quite a while, which is pretty well-known rumours. Um, but the basically the success of Monster Hunter World basically allowed Capcom to stay independent. That wouldn't surprise me. Monster Hunter yeah. World is freaking huge. Which I was like, fuck, of all games. Like, well, not... Like of all games, but like I wouldn't have picked it. I would have thought like that RE was their biggest title, but apparently not. I mean, it's still their biggest series with 103 million units, but 
I mean, still. Yeah, but six, recently, like, look yeah, at that. Yeah, 16 million for a game released in 2018 is nuts. It's massive. When, when you think about it, Monster Hunter World is still a niche title. And yeah. 16 million for a niche title is ridiculous. Hmm. I wonder how many of those sales are... Because uh, it's big in Japan, isn't it? It's huge in Japan. Yeah, like, I wonder how, like, I wonder how many, uh, if there's, like, a percentage somewhere that they can say, like, 50% of that 16 million are... Japanese sales or whatever. You, you could on it'd probably be easy to just do it by platforms. If they showed a PC and Xbox, you'd be like, yeah, that's probably the Western platforms. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Um, let's go into the off topics. Uh, surely someone has something to talk about this week. Yeah, nice. <laughs> do, you, do you, Zach? Do you, hang on, do hang on. Um, Dylan, looking... what did you see at the wait, cinema last night? Wait, wait, wait. Go, going back to the Monster Hunter thing, I'm looking at the uh, actual report, uh, and it's looking like, yeah, most of their sales are from overseas because it's from Japan themselves. So, yeah, it's mostly the Western market that's keeping Monster Hunter mm. world going crazy. There you go. Well, I, and just to jump back in on that, I, I'm not overly surprised that RE3 sold less. Or like a lot less. Um, I, I do think that maybe there was a little that game came out too soon. I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, people are still playing too. That was one of those uh, features I had written that was like three quarters done, and then I just couldn't finish. Story of my life. Uh, off topic. Dylan, what did you go see at the cinema? Cinemas uh, unhinged. It's Russell Crowe's real angry, and he wants to kill you. Does, the he, movie. Throw, does he throw phones? Uh, no, that would have been a good bit. I wish they'd actually done that. No. Um, so he's a he's a he's an angry man, and the the main character of the film uh, beeps her horn at him because he doesn't move at a green light. And uh, there's a bit more backstory to it, but because of that, he's like, "Well, fuck you! I'm going to chase you around." And um, if, if, if you've ever seen Jewel or uh, Roadkill, which starred Paul Walker, it's Road like kill. either of those sort what of movies. Film. Yeah, I love that film. Yeah, so it's a sort of the same thing where someone just chases uh, someone around for no reason. For no reason, and it, it, yeah, it's it's a thriller. It'd be it'd be uh, straight to VOD kind of shitty category if it wasn't for Russell Crowe. He pretty much carries the film on his back. Um, I wrote a review for this as well. ExplosionNetwork.com. There's my plug. Six out of ten. Six out of ten, nice. Question uh, on your cinematic experience. Uh, popcorn? Mm. Yes or no? Uh, no, because lactose intolerant and I don't trust the cinema not to have, like, I don't know what sort of, what what they're putting in that shit. Right. At home, when I'm in control, sure. But also, I don't really buy anything when I go to cinema because, well, when more stuff was coming out, I'd usually, I usually go to cinema like once, maybe twice a week depending on how many things are coming out. Um, and when you go that much, you don't want to be buying no, uh, the treats every time because then it would cost you a fortune. So I just, the tw- Telstra tickets, 12 bucks 50 off I go. I'm good. I, I take my water bottle. Do they still um, is all sorts still open across the road? Uh, yes, nice. it is. Oh, uh, there's also a new place next Ooh. to it now. So, yeah, there you go. Um Actually, never mind, because you said you're lactose intolerant, so that answers that question. Yeah, sorry. Um, I used to right. love those things, that's okay. whatever it was. Choc Chop. Uh, yeah, choc love them. Yep, eat it. Fuck yeah. Kieran, Choc Chop, <laughs> Choc Mint? Absolutely. Oath. Jordan? What kind of question is that, of course? 
Good boy. Uh, speaking of people chasing around people for no apparent reason, I'll finish the Wolf Creek season one. Um, yeah, it was cool. I don't. Uh, Dylan, have you seen it? I haven't. I want to watch it because I like the movie, but I also didn't like the second movie. So ah, you haven't. Okay, I thought maybe you would have. Okay, well, I didn't like the ending of season one. Um, so there you go. Uh, I'll leave you with that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just, yeah, I mean, it, it's actually like it's it's pretty good. If you enjoyed the first film, I haven't seen the second film, so I can't. Uh, okay speak for that one but the first film the, was, the second film was more like an action fellow whereas the first uh, one was a horror movie if that yeah okay this is it's probably leans more horror but yeah it, it, there's a few things that are you like uh, it's a bit silly but um yeah but it's it's still like it's still good watch i'd still recommend I, it i can imagine it has the same problems because uh whatever that guy's name is i forgot uh something jarrett whatever it is john jarrett um yeah, um, he got because of the popularity he got after the first movie and how much everyone viewed that villain to the degree of kind of making him a Australian Jason or you know sort mm. of like horror icon. Yeah. Then by the time they got around to making the second movie, it focuses a lot more on him, and because you're seeing him for a lot more of the movie, it takes away a lot of the the dread and tension that usually mm. builds in horror movies because you're aware of what he's doing at all points in time because yeah. he's the kind of the star of his own uh, horror movie, which mm. works to a degree, but I, if the TV show is like that, I, I don't know if I'd rush out to watch it because the first one was so interesting because it was, you know, you're like, who, who's this guy? Is he good? Is he bad? Yeah. What's happening kind of thing? No, it's definitely not like that. Um, it's definitely focused more on other characters than on uh, him, but um, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to ruin anything. Well, not ruin, but spoil anything for you. But uh, yeah, cool. Uh, Jordan or Kieran, you guys done anything? Anything? Gee, I wish I had that one back. Anything uh, over the past week? I've done no think. Yeah, really, no think on my end either. Mm. Made pizzas. Oh yeah, and all. How good's making homemade pizzas? It's good. pretty good. good. Yeah, Do you have nice. a um? Little oven thing, or do you just put them in the uh, actual I've oven? Got a, I've got a Weber like pizza stone. Oh yeah, and, yeah. and stuff. I didn't use it on the weekend though. I used uh, just trays in the oven um, because you can only put one in the Weber at a time, and it was just like uh, seems we just cook both at the same time. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, and also, it couldn't be asked turn on the barbecue. Um, so yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty much... Oh, no, I've been watching Bachelor in Paradise. Um, Gross. All right, we'll okay. end it there. All right, see you later. <laughs> you wait. nearly had a good podcast here. Then I can't wait for that to you finish. Went and finally watch proper TV shows again. Um, and it's trying to get me to watch The Bachelor. I'm like, mate, I've given you two shows now. That's enough. What were uh, the other two? Uh, MasterChef. Okay. Uh, and Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, I really, really didn't want to, didn't want to watch Back to Paradise, but it makes her happy. So you know, I sit there for the hour and a half, and there's not much else you can do. Watch fucking just people do nothing. It's just that, that's why you need Project X Cloud so you can um, play Greedfall during Bachelor in Paradise. You know, you could fly from Melbourne to Tassie in Microsoft Flight Simulator. During the time <laughs> there you go. Well that's, well, that's when I was playing um, Necrobrista <laughs> on the on the phone. Um, I think you're supposed to pay a bit more attention to that game. Um, I mean, yeah, no, I was. I think I don't think I played 
really took anything at all. <laughs> um, for the question I was going to ask you, Dylan, have you seen The Meyer on Netflix? The what? The Meyer. It's a Polish show. No. Okay. But but it's foreign, so I'll probably like it. Yeah. Apparently How are the subtitles, Zach? I'm, yeah. Well, I'm, 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 that's, it's, it's uh, next on my list. Actually, no, it's not. Uh, it's bump, been bumped down to second because Lovecraft, Lovecraft? Lovecraft Love. County uh, comes out two weeks. Two weeks. Surely uh, Dylan's nice. around that. Um, I've seen a trailer, so it, I'm, I'm intrigued, but, yeah. you know, it could be shit. We'll find out. Hey. Not fair. Yes? Not fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but for a the... second, I thought you had like a pet nearby that was being a little <laughs> shit. <laughs> now I was going to be like, how dare you? But then it's like, well, yeah, nah, fair call. Could be shit. Um, all right. Shall we leave it there? I think so. No parting words. One hour and 90 minutes. I mean... Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, not, I'm on the podcast. I better I better say how good's dark, eh? Yeah, and there's my final oh, chance to... Oh, fucking how good is dark? <laughs> I'm trying to get these boys to watch it. Kieran, oh, I'm done. Kieran's going to watch it. Watch it <laughs> Dylan, in lockdown, Kieran. Dylan, why would you do this? I'm not in us? lockdown. Well, you know what I mean, when you're at home. Because I had to listen to this all the time as he was watching it, and um, being like, oh, there's that one episode where he was like, oh, I'm fucking... Wait for someone to finish watching, talk to him, blah, blah, blah. And he kept, I kept nagging me. Oh, have you watched the show? I'm like, I'm on episode two. Calm down. I, 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 this is the annoying thing. This is look, my, one quick peeve to end this show. Like, it, it, it's, you know, when you watch a sh- so I watched this show from the beginning and there's nearly two years between season two and three. He catches up in like a month and then he's finished the third and final season before me. And he's like, can you hurry up? I'm like, I've been on a journey with this show for years. I'm going to take this at my own pace. Thank you very much, Mr. One Month and In and Out. To be fair, I wanted to watch the first two seasons, uh, the first season when it first came out, but uh, yeah, we... MasterChef. That's it, mate, MasterChef. All right, let's wrap it up there. The So thank you, Dylan, for joining us on the Well Played DLC. Shout out to podcast. Dylan Blight for Explosion Network. Big... <laughs> Big shout-outs to uh, Dylan Blight from Explosion Network. What is the website again? ExplosionNetwork.com. And uh, follow me on Twitter at VivaLadil, V-I-V-A-L-A-D-O-L. Wow, a, a Twitter plug. We haven't had that before. Have we? No, I think we, no, we haven't. No, I think we've... No, that. we haven't. Well, if you want to see all the well-played content, you can go to www.well hyphenplay.com.au there's some good stuff going up this week uh, you can definitely read Eleanor's Overcooked 3 article this week sorry buddy for not having it up last week I know you're upset forgive Shout me out. shout out to Buddy Watson from Radio Watson Explosion Network podcast um, cool thank you for uh, tuning in and we'll see you next week stay safe and uh, yeah see you next time bye bye, bye.